Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you examine what spirituality means to you. I'll also be interviewing Christine Brees, who is a founder of the University of Metaphysical Sciences in the U.S., as well as a founder of Gaia Sagrada Ayahuasca Retreat Center in Ecuador that offers shamanic medicine ceremonies. Today, Christine shares her wisdom regarding spiritual leadership in the world today. For more information about Christine, please visit metaphysicsuniversity.com, gaiasagrada.com, and freeretreatsforall.com. That's free retreats, the number four, all.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Defining spirituality. Often when we hear that word, we automatically think of religion. And because so many people have had negative experiences with certain religions, unfortunately, it can be a turnoff for some people. There are different ways in which we can think of this. For some people, they can think of spirituality in the forms of the id, ego, and superego. While other people, like myself, like to break it down into your spirit, mind, and body. Whatever word choices you want to use is totally fine, but it is important to recognize the different facets of you as a person. When we think about spirituality, it often has to do with something we can't see, but often is connected with something that's greater than ourself. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a higher being, although some people do believe in that, but it can be a concept, meaning it can be the collective consciousness, it can be the concept of family, that bond that really connects people. And so when they feel like they're struggling, they can tap into that family bond that helps them when they're struggling. The beauty about spirituality is for those people who do believe in something that's greater than themselves, they get to figure out what that means for them. And often people will turn towards spirituality when it comes to difficult times in their life. And yes, that's a wonderful way to connect with your higher power, specifically when you are struggling, because you recognize within yourself that you just don't have the wisdom or the strength or the knowledge to overcome whatever it is you're experiencing. But how great would it be if your spiritual side of you was able to connect with a higher power when you're not struggling? So it says constant connection to something when your day's going well, because in that it doesn't come from a place of begging or of pleading your case. I found for me that when it comes to my spirituality, when I start my day with my spiritual practice, my day goes incredibly well. I always tell people, however you start your day is indicative of how your day is going to go. When you identify what spirituality means for you, then you want to ask yourself, well, how can I make sure that that's part of my every day? How can I connect with something that's greater than myself? Often that can be demonstrated in meditation. Many times people think meditation is what we see on TV or what we see in pictures of a Tibetan monk on a mountain meditating for hours. The reality is meditation is just simply thinking about something over and over again. So we can even meditate on worrisome thoughts. If we're so anxious about something and all we do is think about the same thing over and over again, well, it's actually a form of meditation. 
When you can be proactive in how you want to meditate, in other words, think of something that brings you joy. Think of something that inspires you. Focus on things that upon reflection bring you peace. As you identify what your higher power is or who it is, you also want to figure out what are the attributes that your higher power has. And the reason why I say that is because when you can understand the characteristics, it helps you say, well, this is how my higher power helps me. And this is how my higher power perhaps directs me or connects with me. Because once you have that awareness, it then is easier to recognize how you may be influenced during the day to be able to make the choices that are healthy for you, to be able to have that prompting of perhaps I shouldn't go this way, or perhaps I should talk to this person, or just simple blessings that happen throughout the day. The whole point of this lesson is to simply give you an awareness that perhaps there is something greater than yourself. And the beauty of that is you get to figure out what that means for you. Spirituality does not have to be an organized religion. For some people it is. But if it's not for you, then perhaps take this time to figure out, well, what does spirituality mean for me? And as you explore that, you'll start to realize that perhaps there is a part of your life that was missing that you weren't even aware of it. And that's the beauty of spirituality. I have a fantastic interview today with Christine Brees. She gives you multiple ways and how to explore your spirituality and the types of leaders with whom you should connect in order to help you along your spiritual path. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. My guest today is Christine Brees, who is a visionary, author, retreat facilitator, and founder of several organizations for transformation, awakening, and growth. She is a world changer in every sense of the word. She is committed to helping people heal their past, envision their future, and become the world changers they were destined to be. Welcome to my show, Christine. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to being with you. I can't wait to talk more about you. Now, where are you calling in from right now? I'm actually calling from Ecuador right now. I'm at Gaia Sagrada in Ecuador, the retreat center that I run. That is fantastic. It's so funny. I've, I've met so many amazing people like you who live all over the world. And so I just, I just love technology in itself that it really does, for, for better or for worse, it brings all of us together. <laughs> it does. Thank God. Yeah. It's a lot smaller. <laughs> exactly. How did you even, well, first off, how did you get to Ecuador? How'd your path, life path take you there? Well, I, I always had this dream of opening a retreat center mm-hmm. ever since I was young. Yeah. And with no idea how that was going to happen, first I started University of Metaphysical Sciences, Mm -hmm. which is an online school where people can earn degrees in metaphysics or spiritual Mm -hmm. counseling. And uh, and they could just take courses one at a time if they want. They don't have to earn the degree. But that school ended up helping me make enough money Uh to come to Ecuador. I thought about starting it in California, but... Retreat centers in California are a dime a dozen. Exactly, they are. Yeah. And we couldn't do the shamanic traditional yeah. medicines here like ayahuasca. Oh, yeah, it would make sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, we couldn't do that in California, but we could yeah. do it in Ecuador. 
So I um, came to South America, and after about six trips and looking at a lot of different properties, uh-huh. real estate agent finally knew exactly what we were looking for and said, Christina and Bruce, get on the plane. I found it. This is the one. That sent me some pictures. Yeah. Sent me some pictures, and I said, okay, well, we'll fly there in two weeks. And then uh, he said, it's not going to be here if you wait two weeks. He said, you got to put a down payment on it. Oh, my gosh. If you want, because this is a hot property and there's just nothing like it that ever ends up on the market. Mm -hmm. So I did something really out of character. (laughs) We've all been there. I know where you're going with this. (laughs) The way it works is if you put me down on a property here in Ecuador, you don't get it back if you change your mind. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. No such thing as escrow. It's a promise to buy. Oh, goodness. And so I meditated for five minutes, and I just kept (laughs) do it, do it, do it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to send the money, and I... Was really scared after I did it because like, oh my God, what have I yeah. done? Well, how, how did you battle that? Because you know, you meditated real fast. You made the decision. How did you kind of reconcile your choice? It just felt right. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, when I get a yes from spirit, I get a yes, yeah. and I know it's a yes. And I don't. I, I've learned not to question it. Uh-huh. I used to question it, and every time I question it, it gets in. I get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that. Yeah. (laughs) So then I follow those cues. I just follow those cues, and it never puts me in there. I I see how my heart feels about it. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to make a decision, try to see how your heart feels about. Yeah, exactly. Because your heart always knows the right place to go, the right Mm -hmm. decision, right people to be with, the right situation to be, the right land to buy. Yeah. Walk into the future a little bit. And this is a, a um, this is a method that I've used for um, making decisions for a long time, and it, it's the best decision making process I've ever done. The logic, oh, the mind will always make the wrong. <laughs> yes. Well, that's when you question, and when the more you question, then the more it creates more fear and uncertainty, and then you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't, and then it creates this war within yourself. But if we just simply stop, yeah, exactly, this tornado, this tempest of, of uncertainty, it's like, oh my gosh, just stop. <laughs> right. What do you do at the at the retreat center? We have shamanic ceremonies, medicine mm-hmm. ceremonies with ayahuasca mm-hmm. and San Pedro. We work with the traditions uh-huh. of, of Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm also a shaman. I've been blessed to carry the medicine by the elders. I did all the, awesome. the processes that are so I'm one of the shamans here as well. Oh, that's neat. I'm the I'm the token white girl. <laughs> that's hysterical. All the others are Ecuadoria and all the others are doing yeah. I bring a little bit of the the uh new agey California yeah. <laughs> um kind of touch. Just one of the ceremonies. The rest are all in the traditional methods. And might follow the traditions as well. But sure, of course. That's Your own flair to it. But I add a little bit of flair to it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what is the whole point of a shamanic ceremony? Because some people may know what that is, some people may not. How does it help people? Basically, it's like 20 years of psychotherapy in two weeks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... People have tried everything. They've tried talk therapy. They've tried Mm -hmm. coaching. They've tried self-help books. They've tried workshops. They've tried seminars. They've tried everything. They've tried courses. And then 
but they're still not to the bottom of what the problem is. And so this takes people straight to the master within them. The medicine really connects you with the the gazillion-year-old eternal self that you are that knows all the answers to your problems, that knows how to fix your problems, that knows how to change, make the, knows what changes need to be made. And a lot of times what the, the shaman says that the ayahuasca shows you what needs to be changed, but the San Pedro gives you the power to make those changes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a, I feel that a retreat that's missing one or the other isn't complete because they both go hand in hand. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. The ayahuasca is the feminine of the medicines, and the San Pedro is the masculine of the two medicines. And one without the other is like not having a balance yeah. between the two poles that we all operate from. Oh, that's really interesting. I know about the shamanic medicine, but I didn't realize how those two both go hand in hand, which I think is quite fascinating. Yeah, I always felt like one without the other isn't mm-hmm. a balanced experience. That's what we do here at the Guy Sagrada. And it's. Um, People report just these really profound healings, mm. and a lot of people email and say there was life before Gaia Sagrada, and then there was life after, and that it, it really is a turning point for a lot of people. This is one of those life-changing, Wow! this isn't just a bucket list thing to mm-hmm. do, and anybody who comes with a bucket list idea that they're in for a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get a different response than what they're looking for. <laughs> you are a big proponent of... Having people experience retreats, you know, specifically you focus on individuals who don't have much income because sometimes it can be expensive. Tell me more about that. Well, I, I offer free retreats for all.com. That's a number four. And it's, I just feel like it's really important for those who at least make a little bit of money with the spiritual work that they're doing, sure. that if they can give back to the people who can't afford what they yeah. offer. I, for instance, we can't do the school for free. We can't do the, the retreats for free because there's a lot of expenses involved. There's staff, there's mm-hmm. rent, there's bills, there's all this stuff. Um, but it's not too expensive to rent a hall as long as I'm willing to do it for free or yeah. anybody who's with me is willing to do it for free. Um, to rent a hall or to rent a, a, a space, it's not really that much. And it gives people a chance to experience a mm-hmm. spiritual retreat who otherwise never could afford it because, yeah. I mean, look at some of these big guys who give the retreats, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, yeah, but I hope I could shame some of them <laughs> into doing free retreats because they don't even need to make money anymore. Yeah. They have more money than they could spend in 10 lifetimes. Sure. So come on, you know, help the, yeah. help the people who don't have any money. This is an era that should not be about making money. Mm-hmm. So well, that's what I think is powerful because it, it in that, in that website that you have, uh, what it does is it just helps. It unifies us all because sometimes of course, we know people who make more money um, have some different opportunities than people who don't have as much money. And so with that, you're equalizing everybody to say we all have value. We all have worth. We all deserve to have a spiritual awakening of some sort. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I didn't think of it quite that way, like equalizing everybody. Yeah, yeah. because once again, that when we create that spiritual plane together, then we all ascend and we all rise together, which is a beautiful thing and the whole goal of life. Tell me more about the, um, the metaphysical sciences. So a lot of times people have different perceptions of what that is. What does that specifically mean for you? Well, 
the um, the University of Metaphysical Sciences, what we do is we have courses on just about everything metaphysical. Mm-hmm. And uh, for people who don't know, metaphysics is more of a melting pot yeah. of many, many spiritual walks, many, many spiritual traditions. We'll have things from almost every religion interspersed mm-hmm. course to help open up the student's mind mm-hmm. to being receptive to everybody's spiritual path because they're all valid. Yeah, of course. They're all valid. And and one thing that I found that was in common between all religions was number one, there's a belief in some kind of higher force of some mm-hmm. sort or mm-hmm. some sort of all that is. Yeah. Whatever you want to name it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is be a good person. Yeah. Be a good person. That's really at the core of every religion. Just about. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean. But yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, religion, spirituality does believe in, like you said, uh, something greater than oneself. And for some people who say, well, I don't have a spiritual understanding, but there's, some people have the, the collective consciousness. Some people have Gaia. Some people have so many, so many things. And so when you just believe in something, some people have family. The concept of a, a family itself can be a spiritual connection. Right. So it doesn't have to be so traditional of a certain religion per se, but when you say what's truly sacred to me and when you think about that, that's how you can start to flesh out what is your spiritual understanding. And then that that starts the journey to be able to perhaps this metaphysical aspects to understand what makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and with metaphysics, meta means beyond and mm-hmm. physics means physical. Mm-hmm. And so beyond the physical is really yeah. the definition of the word coined by the Greeks, uh, the Greek philosophers in the past. And the study of the beyond, there is a science to it. A lot of mm-hmm. people think, well, how can you mix science with that word? It, what's happening is science is discovering some of the things, improving some of the things now yeah. that spiritual people have known for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And that's what I love is, you know, specifically about my show is it really brings together one spirit, mind and body. And that can be from the sciences to one's spirituality to one's physical body. And all of that is linked together to create who we are. Now, I don't define who people are, but my job or my goal is to give people the moment to stop and say, perhaps there's, some, perhaps there's something more. Perhaps what I've been doing doesn't serve me the way it did before. So what can I do? And that's when I have wonderful people like you and all these other people that have been on my show create that platform to say, well, let me try this. Let me try this. And that is the journey and the, and the growth and the beauty of life is we get to focus on what's healthy for us and expand and grow with that. And that's what's fun too. Just it really is. <laughs> because, I mean, if somebody asks me, well, what path should I follow? I just, I just say, try them all yeah, and see exactly. what works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, self to even just one like personally i pull from all these different paths the the pieces that work for me yeah yeah exactly and that's the beauty of it because when we discover what's healthy for us and that's that's where we say this is this now makes sense for me and so let me embrace that let me truly uh, become who i was destined to be Mm -hmm. right (laughs) <laughs> you were talking uh, in the pre-call about a book you're writing and the difference when it comes to just how people are mentors and teachers. Can you f- tell us more about that? 
Yeah, it's called Integrity Handbook for Spiritual Teachers, Leaders, and Healers, and Students. Mm -hmm. Because what's happening is there are so many spiritual teachers now. Yeah. Everybody and his brother is a spiritual teacher <laughs> now, even if they're 15. <laughs> With no That's funny, Christine. <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. I, it's kind of like the modern phenomena that um, if you just have a YouTube channel and you start talking about what you read in a book, you're a spiritual yeah. teacher now. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it's important that, especially these ones that don't have any life experience and haven't had the hard knocks in life yet to really, mm -hmm. from experience, um, I wanted to make sure that they have some guidelines on how to do this ethically. Yeah. Because the, the spiritual teacher world is, is like the rock star of mm -hmm. metaphysics, you know, being the rock star of spirituality. And sometimes people, if they haven't worked on their ego or gotten the ego in check, it uh -huh. can, it can, they can crash and burn. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous too. It truly is. Yeah, because people are putting such confidence in you and putting such trust in you. And if you don't know how, or if you take advantage of that, like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, a lot of men, maybe women too, take advantage sexually of people yeah. who divorce themselves to the spiritual teacher and the spiritual teacher can do no wrong and they admire mm -hmm. them it's really important that the person who is the spiritual teacher has the integrity to be the one that says no mm -hmm. even if someone throws themselves at yeah. you yeah well you think about that as well i mean there's so many unfortunately so many um spiritual leaders that I'm sure we were benevolent at one time, but we read so much about those individuals who lost themselves. And so that which was, would, should be holy or benevolent or kind or a life of servitude or servitude and, and leadership all of a sudden has become this evil, um, divisive, really unfortunate thing. So I, I really, yeah, yeah, exactly. Self-serving. That's a really good way to say that. And I think that's the important thing is when you really look at the spirituality, the, the way I look at it rather, uh, I'll be I'll just speak about myself is it comes from a place of just pureness. Um, and so with that being pure, you get to define what that means for you, but right. the goal is to bring light. And in that, uh, to me, that's just something where you would have to really, really be careful about that and continually recheck mm -hmm. yourself and be aware of what is my own stuff that's coming in and how am I making sure that I deal with it and be authentic and honest about it. Because even as a leader, we still are growing and developing. And I think so many times people forget that a leader is still evolving. They're not at that pinnacle because uh, we, we all have here. a journey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What would you say one of the biggest pitfalls is for a lot of leaders who do lose their way? I would say one of the biggest pitfalls is the money. When mm. they start making the money, a lot of times corruption comes in and it's just never enough. Even though they were so happy when they first started out that, you know, they got $25 or something <laughs> yeah. for, a, for a session with yeah. somebody. But then once the money starts coming, it can make a person self-important yes. or self-entitled or think too much of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and it can make a person kind of a tyrant mm -hmm. toward their mm -hmm. the people who support them or take advantage of the people yeah. around them and, and make everything about the money. That's mm -hmm. one of the big things that spiritual teachers, I think, when they start out humbly, and then they change later. I think that a lot of times that's what it is. I think that losing the humbleness is the 
the biggest spiritual trap of being a spiritual teacher because you have to remember your beginnings. You have to meet people where they are, not try to get them to be where you are. You have to meet people where they are and remember that you were there too in that pain, in that depression, in that sadness. And that just because a person isn't there right now, or that just because that person is there right now and you're not, doesn't necessarily mean that you are better than anyone, Mm -hmm. that you're more skilled than anyone. It just means that you did your spiritual homework, and but you are equal with anyone who hasn't yet, because it's just a matter of time. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, we, life is a cycle. You know, we have a highs and lows. I can be at the top of my game and the next day something can blindside me and all of a sudden the, the lesson that I thought I learned, I now get to learn it again or I get to do a different version of that lesson <laughs> to be able to say, okay, James, what works before? Okay, let me do that. And what did not work, but let me evolve that so that I can continually grow and develop. So once again, yeah, we're all the same. We all, like I said, are highs and lows, but it just comes down to what do we do with it? How do we take a stumbling block and turn it into a stepping stone. And then how do we teach the individuals that are following us as well? There's one thing I saw once where it said, um, if you don't learn the lesson, you get to rinse and repeat. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> I can think of many times in my life where I had to rinse and repeat. So hopefully oh, I'm getting beyond that. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, Christine Freeze, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. Thank you so much for all of your time. I'm so, it's, it's awesome that you're in Ecuador right now calling me. I think that's absolutely wonderful. If my listeners want to find more information about you, about your metaphysical sciences, um, about all the degrees I can take, your uh, retreat centers, and also where they can take the free uh, retreats, where would they find all that information online? Um, well, our website's metaphysicsuniversity.com for the school, uh, gaiasagrada.com for the retreat center and free retreats for all, uh, with the number four four. com for the free retreats. And I do the free retreats wherever anybody wants me to come. You just have to invite me and we'll, uh, but sometimes we just pick a place and we do it too. So it depends on if somebody can offer us a place or something like that to stay. We try to keep it inexpensive because we don't make a lot of money. Sure, of course. I I keep all my prices so close to expenses that Mm -hmm. it's not about profit for me. Exactly. It's about, we have to change this world or humanity might not get to stay here. So I appreciate that. I love that. I love your benevolence. I love your kindness and I love your compassion. So thank you so much for being a fantastic guest, my sister. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for being an awesome host. You're really cool. (laughs) I'm glad to meet you. (laughs) I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.